0: Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary Happy anniversary, happy anniversary Pour a cheerful toast and fill it happy
1: anniversary
0: But be careful, you don't spill it happy anniversary Ohhh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Welcome, everybody, to the one-year special mini-sode anniversary episode um, that we, Sam and I decided to put out because also we had not done a mailbag episode in a long time. So uh, congratulations to us, I guess. I'll cue in some music maybe afterwards in post-production. In post?
1: Uh, <laughs> in, I mean, I don't like to pat myself on the back or anything, but I think we've pretty much slayed the competition in a year. <laughs>
0: yeah, and we we're really proud of uh, what we've done, and we're really thankful that all of you have joined us for this. It's really an, been an amazing run so far and it's gonna continue. I uh, just wanted to explain a couple things. Number one, why on YouTube we have about three episodes soon to be four or five backed up. It's because at the end of uh, the last two weeks of February, I will not be able to record. so I wanted to have stuff in the can, which we often do, but I don't know that I'll be able to um, even, Sort of, not police, but monitor the YouTube channel as as well as I normally would during that time. So if there's a lag at a certain time, I can't do it. Then we're stuck. So I just wanted it ready, and it's all you know pre-programmed in. And so as a result, the Podbean stuff might be a little late in coming on uh, the day that that comes out the thing. But I'll get it in within 24 hours. I have that capacity. That's not a problem.
1: Um. I would learn how to do this, <laughs> but I just don't want to, <laughs> I, I will, I, I will, though, I, I will, I will, ma- I will force myself to do this, to mm-hmm. learn how to be a little bit more tech savvy. I just, it's so easy. Cause I have you.
0: <laughs> well, in a, in a day where I'm sick, like it's just, it takes a lot of, it does take a lot of effort, guys. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> You're
1: sick. But- There's a hurricane. You better get your ass here.
0: (laughs) Fuck you. Pay me. Fuck you. Pay me. (laughs) So uh, at the end of the day, guys, we just wanted to put this out there just to say thank you so much. And this is a freebie. No live chat. We just put it out there like we normally do with these mini-sodes because um, they're a little, they're shorter, first of all, and they're less work goes into them. So this is our, it's not, it's not, (laughs) it's not something we shoot the shit we pulled out of the garage. It's actually (laughs) something we wanted to do. So the last I don't know, last four days, five days, I guess, maybe longer now because it's been, it's the fourth now officially, and this will come out on the ninth. But on the 25th of last month, uh, the things.com pulled out another wiggy article called why Howard Stern is actually not in caps like Ellen DeGeneres. And it's one of the funniest <laughs> articles.
1: What a title. <laughs> wow. I bet so, I bet this person is also writing for the New York Times. I mean, probably now.
0: Well, yeah, probably. And Dylan Parker, if you go into their, if you just click on their name on the things.com, everything they've got there, it's all about the truth. The real reason Jennifer Garner's alias was canceled. The truth about the karaoke scene in HBO's The Leftovers. Why Larry David told Aaron Sorkin, Sorkin never to watch The West Wing. And so What? that's their angle. The truth, you know. <laughs> so we're yeah, but this is... The...
1: It's so bizarre, this whole website. It's it's, it's shill. It's yeah, all shill.
0: 100%. And so we're going to go through it and read it, and we'll do... Um, is this large enough, Sam? Can you read it from this side? I,
1: I have it on my screen, so I'm good.
0: Okay, perfect. Okay. So let's... Do you want to start it off?
1: Okay, guys. Here we go. There just isn't enough evidence or credible sources to suggest that Howard has a reputation that's anywhere near Ellen's.
0: It doesn't, okay. it doesn't completely uh, it doesn't. I guess completely... they weren't listening
1: to our podcast because I think <laughs> we provided plenty Dylan Parker
0: in a year. This this is the um, again, this is must be like, what do you th- what do you think uh, Stern and, and Bookwald pay to get this out there? 500 bucks for per article just to get it out there?
1: I don't know how that works, but I'm assuming it's probably a monthly stipend, seeing as how often it appears that mm-hmm. uh, him and Beth are in this, uh, I don't know, this website.
0: So, so do you, but do you, do you I think, think they the dictate? blast
1: and them are on a monthly nut of mm, five thousand a month?
0: That sounds a bit reasonable. And do you think it's like, here's the mandate. We want an article saying this. Can you do that? Sure. We'll write it. Boom. There it comes out. Poorly yeah. researched, poorly written, and <laughs> in other words, about as much prep as went into the first year of series.
1: I mean, it's worse than Cliff Notes. It's just terrible. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. understand why that he, he keeps thinking that this will help. It actually makes it worse.
0: It reminds me of when Artie was going after Sal during that whole Sal-Richard-Artie argument. He goes, Sal, Sal thinks that, you know, uh, oh. Sal feels this way because he thinks every, the listeners are as stupid as he is. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. he goes, they're, they're <laughs> not. You're the nut. <laughs> they think you're <laughs> as crazy as you. You're the idiot. <laughs> so yeah. this is to like him
1: when OJ... <laughs> said he didn't, you know, lop off two heads and then wrote a a book called If I Did It to make himself, you know, look more innocent. That's what this is.
0: Pretty much. And this is the other thing. The way they write that, uh, that first even that opening line, there just isn't enough evidence or credible sources. There isn't enough evidence uh, or... Um, credible sources to suggest that Howard has a reputation that's anywhere near Ellen's. It implies that Clean it is bad bad
1: sentence.
0: Bad. first <laughs> of all, there isn't enough evidence and there aren't credi- enough credible sources. <laughs> yeah. And then, okay. so, okay, that's anywhere near Ellen's. It still suggests that he's an asshole, just not as big an asshole. So it's not <laughs> making him sound good.
1: <laughs> yeah. His asshole is nowhere near as gaping as Ellen's asshole.
0: Okay, okay. so we'll the next part. Okay, there, me
1: or you? Yeah,
0: you, you will just go swap, like set this, okay. uh, paragraph by paragraph. There are a couple of very good reasons why recent reports of Howard Stern being a terrible boss like Ellen DeGeneres are totally bogus. Uh, continue. In the reports,
1: three ex-staffers are said, to have had, uh, are said to have complaints that include things like Howard is a diva and that he's cheap. But there's... Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> you know what? We should do like a preemptive, like a uh, little sound, sound b- boy. <laughs> yeah, like he's and he's cheap.
0: <laughs> like the uh, like when uh, Law and Order does the dun dun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: but the, okay, and uh, continue.
1: But there's enough evidence to suggest that these reports don't hold water as well as are specific to (laughs) just what what am i reading why am i having trouble with this? this isn't because i can't read guys this is because the sentence is fucking a word parade of nothing
0: yeah this is this this is like great something this is your grade seven essay
1: let me read this straight there this is how this is But there's enough evidence to suggest that these reports don't hold water as well as are specific to just (laughs) a couple of individuals with not so stellar reputations themselves. Period. Wow. That's the worst sentence I may have, I don't know, ever read. But good job, Dylan.
0: So we're not going to proofread everything, but there's some glaring uh, gra- grammatical mistakes and spelling mistakes. So, this is what Howard paid. This, you know, this is I guess you get what you pay for. More importantly, Howard Stern has almost entirely avoided controversy behind the scenes. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is because <laughs> all of his opinions and eccentricities are done on the air for his millions of listeners. Uh huh. That's his entire show, blunt and sometimes brutally honest. Mm hmm. Even Howard, <laughs> I Howard's never said most- the N word. That's right. Even Howard's most famous celebrity feuds have been, th- have been for his Sirius XM radio show. What the fuck are you talking about? Most of his feuds predated Sirius. And well, this is one of the many reasons it's absolutely, absolutely ludicrous to compare him to someone like Ellen DeGeneres, who has her own set of scandals that were secretly happening behind the scenes.
1: Did <laughs> this is what write I like. this?
0: <laughs> this is what I love about this. So even Howard's most celebrity, f- uh, f- f- yeah, they highlight certain, um, phrases so that they have a link and so they link that most famous celebrity feuds to a yet another things.com article and it's one of the stupidest <laughs> articles on the planet worse than this one probably written by uh dylan dylan's alter ego yeah, and then this
1: is it's so great it's like sources so you know when you write an article you you should always have three sources the source <laughs> in the article is <laughs> is the website that it's coming from
0: <laughs> it's like it's like when sal used to say i heard that you know that uh david uh what's his who's who, the name david blaine the uh musician. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he 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 puts black people in the audience because he knows they're louder and they'll pop they'll give him more of a pop when they react <laughs> to things. and they go where'd you hear this he goes oh, I, re- I heard about it uh where he goes well <laughs> <laughs> you mean in brooklyn <laughs> Okay. So she has her own set of scandals. So this is not even, it's, 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 it's totally someone being paid to try to separate Wig from uh, uh, Ellen. But, and if he's going to be a friend with her and he's going to be uh, on her good side, why would you, why would you make this article? Why would you force this article to come out, article to come out to point out that exactly how bad she is. It's like when he said, oh, I knew Weinstein was doing stuff behind the scenes. I was just waiting for him to admit it in an interview. Really? You hung out with him and seen laughing with him, but you let this information go un unknown um, and decided not to tell people about it because you were waiting (laughs) for him to trip himself.
1: Right. Just like he did with (laughs) Hilaria Baldwin. He said that his daughter ran into her in Spain I'm not calling her Hilaria. That's not Alaria. That's not even Hillary. When he ran into yeah. Hillary, the daughter ran into her in Spain. He's, she, she said, she's not Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I'm and he knew and he sat on it. So you sat on that cultural appropriation, asshole. Yep. Okay. But so Ellen, you're right. He's making her look worse for to save himself mm-hmm. from, I don't know, somehow looking like the tyrant that he is. I'm guessing he's never going to be on the show again because that last appearance was, by the way, an abomination. That marriage mm-hmm. by The Bachelor.
0: Mm-hmm. So, we could, we could well, she doesn't need apart. them. No, she doesn't, and she has since she has her own problems. And the idea, the other thing is, if he, if he's put in a negative light, even in an article that's meant to be disparaging him, it's still painting her in a bad light because it's saying he's as bad as she is or worse. So she's her name's now going on like she doesn't want to be associated with him that much she'll have him on but it's not the same as oh we're both assholes no one wants that
1: no more no more beth appearances guys i know this is very sad we can't hear about the walrus story
0: yeah (laughs) seal story sorry so the last, so the last uh, sentence there. Uh, so it's absolutely ludicrous to compare it to someone like Ellen Degeneres, Reso. Instead of scandals that were secretly happening behind the scenes, that and the fact that dun dun dun, the reports aren't recent and are from the same three people. <laughs> you want to continue oh. from here?
1: There are three individuals named or referenced in all of the articles published in January, 2021. And none of their struggles with Howard are news to stern show fans.
0: Incidentally, guys, uh, while we were doing our latest breakdown fruit part one, um, the, uh, I got a message from Richie Wilson who was listening and he said, because we mentioned in there, like we thought that in that Scrooge article, the insider quoted might've been him because it kind of parroted some of the, the things he said in the past. And he said, no, it wasn't him. And I'll believe him if he says it, because all the Howard TV guys would have more or less the same beef, the same issue. So it could have been it from anybody. And, uh, we, so we don't know who it was that was actually talking to the reporter. But
1: these, um, you know, Grillo, uh, Stuttering John,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, the Scott Salem thing. It, for them to just say, well, these three pe- people have complained. Why does their complaints do their their complaints don't matter? So they're yeah. not valid. Their experiences are what? Nothing. Right
0: exactly i mean
1: wh- who cares if they've been saying the same thing for all these years it's true
0: that's that's kind of the point they aren't so they aren't recent and they're from they're from the same people so this thing is the the whole point of the article is going to say he's evolved before you get to the end of it and this is from a long time ago and he's changed and all that narrative which we all know is bullshit so um you're going to continue with that big one?
1: Oh sure
0: Okay. Ultimately,
1: the only staffers who badmouth Howard are those who no longer work with him. And most no longer work with him for very good
0: reasons. Oh, First of all, don't start, never start a sentence with end. Never, never, never.
1: <laughs> it's like because. I hate yeah.
0: that. Oh, it's awful. Uh, so most staffers, okay, who no longer work the only it should be the only people who badmouth Howard, not the only staffers. Because if you no longer work with him, then you're an ex-staffer, Dylan.
1: Dylan, <laughs> let me tell you something. Dylan's probably fresh out of college, printing up shit like this, clickbait all day, every day. He's probably sweating bullets at some Mac in a, you know what I mean?
0: Mainlining. He's like, fuck! Uh, I have to get, I
1: have to get out this, I I have to get out this article about. Uh, Howard and uh, all these other people who need their name in the press.
0: Right, you see all these fucking pumpkin latte stains on the goddamn computer. Um, Let's see, what's the next part there? Uh, The beauty.
1: The beauty of the Howard Stern show is that almost every major interaction between Howard and his staffers happens live, or more commonly, is dissected live on the air. What? What?
0: Um, did the, you know, did Brent leaving happen on the air? No. Did Shulie leaving, leaving happen on the air? No. Oh, uh, but
1: I do know who did leave on air. Scott. <laughs> and how did that go? Scott exactly. Einzinger. That went well. And we're going to continue I'm... those, uh, on air. Nice goodbyes for the Farewell. really nice man. That's only half the asshole of Ellen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> Steph.
1: Staff infighting is common at the Howard Stern show because it's part of the entertainment. This is how many of his well... (laughs) 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 I can't even say this. (laughs) Uh My nose, if I were Pinocchio, it would be like when it grew a fucking tree branch and a bird's nest off of it. Yeah. Uh, This is how... This is how many of his well-paid staffers have become celebrities.
0: And it, I'm and it never going to become
1: it, a real boy.
0: And it links to another, of the things.com thing. It says, here's how much Howard Stern pays his staffers. <laughs> <laughs> and after this weekend, many guys, you're going to laugh because of what <laughs> we've got coming out Sunday. And, and one of the revelations in involved is, uh, is pretty amazing. Um, well, actually yeah. I can say it um, for years. For example, People have been saying that they, they get these insanely large salaries, like Fred gets a couple million, you know, Robin gets 10 million. Like, you think he's giving Robin 10 million dollars?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Robin was, like, selling her, her house, her Jersey Shore house, for, I think it was, like, millions less than what she paid for it. Yes, it was, like, a fraction.
0: A, yeah, she took a hit, Totally. Um, we, so we, if you've already heard the Jackie interview at one point, he says, if I'm not mistaken, when he left, which was the end of 2000, he was making three times what Fred was making and Jackie was making under 600,000. So that means Fred wasn't even clearing 200,000 a year in 2000, 2000, if that's all that Fred was making, what in the fuck do you think Bowie was making, which we know it was less than a hundred thousand at that point.
1: I mean, that's just crazy. That's right. just absolutely crazy. And I also w- researching the topic for Bob Levy came across a um, couple of Reddit posts and it was talking about also Artie getting upset that Gary was getting paid more than him. Sure. And it was insane to me that these that this talent was getting paid less than that guy. Are you kidding
0: me? You mean, are you fucking kidding me? I'm trying to work on that. That's <laughs> all right. I like that, actually. I prefer it that way. I know, but um, I so do it this a lot. Is, but that's, th- there's two parts to that. This is how many of his well-paid staffers have become celebrities. <laughs> oh. <laughs> celebrities? Okay. What's the, so the next let, okay,
1: question? do you think we're gonna see Helen Richard walking the golden Globe red carpet next year?
0: <laughs> all, all I know is you know big meals what's it what's that Sal's YouTube cooking show little little big meals, small places or something like that?
1: I don't care
0: anyway I, I like that Sal's <laughs> trying to do something different, but my God, he's still having to show his dick and have his dick made into a mold to put in Ronnie's ass. I uh, really
1: appreciate that you and Raven give like the heads up because as soon as I heard ass, I was like, "Whoop!" <laughs> fast forward.
0: Yeah. You need huh? a scat PSA on those, those, these episodes coming up guys. Um, are you going to continue with the, um, ender? and
1: the, yeah, we're starting another sentence with and everyone. <laughs> so looks like this guy has had virtual learning his whole life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you telling me?
1: And the vast majority of these staffers have been with Howard for upwards of 20 years. Dot, dot, dot. They don't go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Where do you think you're going to hire? I don't know. JD. I mean, really, who's hiring them? Who's hiring these people?
0: They shouldn't be capitalized. And then uh, (laughs) it continues. They don't go anywhere. It's just like a line that uh, Henry Fonda used in a roast about Lucy because she was a young actress under contract to RKO Studios. She was going nowhere.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You might want to rephrase that one, Parker, Dylan. (laughs) So clearly.
1: Oh, now we have a really great sentence for this one. It starts with the word so. (laughs) So, comma, Clearly, things aren't that caps locks bad. Okay, I think if you, so, I think
0: if you speak with vocal fry, this makes more sense. Like, so clearly, things aren't that bad.
1: Yeah, this is totally unlike <laughs> the high turnover rate on Ellen's show. Like, according to people,
0: <laughs> this is totally unlike the people. Okay.
1: Why is people capitalized?
0: <laughs> is it now People Magazine? It should. They, they. It should. Yeah, say, but if
1: it was going to be People Magazine, you say People Magazine. If it's saying people with a capital letter people, that just what does that mean?
0: It really important people. I don't know. Is there a group? <laughs> is there a musical group called People? Okay, so I'll read. I'll read the next three because they're about the entirety of the same thing. Um, <laughs> of course, oh, Howard's. Oh, of course.
1: Oh, wait, no. What,
0: the read the, the, r- the related part. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Related. It says, this is another highlight. Howard Stern defended BTS from racist attacks from his own (laughs) staff. This is a week after he got in trouble for saying ching chong, ching chong about the parasite movie. So they had to deflect it. I think we, I think we discovered this was when we did, um, uh, with Benjamin, the two episode, uh, ching chong, Charlie don't surf. That was a while defense back.
1: Defense from racist attacks. <laughs> Meanwhile, the first blind black mare, he had sailed to the,
0: <laughs> step to the podiums. <laughs> okay, the next part goes, of course, Howard's co-host, Robin Quivers, producer Gary DeLabate, and writer-producer Fred Norris, oh, he's no longer a writer, guys, by the way, have all been with Howard for almost the entirety of his 40-year career. Um, how many people stay at the same job for that long? Because they can't be employed anywhere else?
1: Munchausen syndrome? I don't know.
0: Yeah. The people who haven't are those who have rubbed Stern the wrong way. In other words, he treated. <laughs> he... <laughs> they got on his bad side like Ellen, left due to personal problems, or just got a better gig. Does that make Howard look? <laughs> okay. oh. The prime example of the latter is John stuttering John Melendez who was the only ex-employee who spoke directly to the press. Um, okay, so the next part, the problem with all of Stuttering John's claims, and I will point out, guys, that this only came out, what, a week ago? Just over a week ago? All the mm-hmm. videos listed as evidence are that whoever it was who had the channel scrubbed them from their channel. So I'd say it was a, a like a, a stern hater that didn't want them get get using their stuff for... Um, I suppose, play for evidence or they were worried that they're going to get nailed for uh, uh, copyright infringement. Either way, they're all gone. I mean, this
1: is this is so dumb. This is like saying having an article talking about. uh, (laughs) 9-11 didn't happen. Well, yeah, this is so stupid. This is so stupid. And then stuttering John Melendez is the only example who spoke to the press. No, Grillo has spoke to the press. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Jackie has spoke to the press. Artie has spoke to the press. I'm not Shit really belts. sure what they're talking about.
0: Yeah, and in the in the Jackie interview, we could have used cited a lot more of his own interviews because <clears throat> we were not trying to get uh, negative with Jackie. Uh, we wanted to direct things a certain way, but he had kind of tunnel vision once he got started. But there were interviews he gave as early as a few years ago when his book came out saying, look, I don't see any residuals, I don't see whatever, and he never, as far as I know, never signed anything with uh, Sirius XM. so he had just as much as, of a gripe, if not more, with John, as John to go after Howard for those things, because one yeah. thing didn't apply to terrestrial, if it applied to terrestrial, one thing, but it doesn't apply to satellite, so um, he had a legitimate beef, I think.
1: Well, he's an angel and, you know, only a yeah. semi-asshole. That's right. Uh, the problem with all of stuttering John's claims. John was an intern and on-air personality on the Howard Stern show from 1998 to 2004 when he was poached by Jay Leno. Oh, my God. This is poached? still fucked
0: up. And no, hold on, He wasn't. From, no, no. Hold on. 1998 to 2004. 1988.
1: Oh, yeah. Why? That's you're right. I didn't even realize that, of course. Well, Dylan's he very he was smart. there,
0: he was there six years. Okay,
1: so and 1998, and so mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> poached. Yeah, John was hunted like a wildebeest. I mean, this is just crazy without notice. Left... Yeah, go ahead. Without notice, John left Howard to be the announcer on the tonight show. Wrong,
0: wrong. He did tell him. He just didn't tell him about it before the fucking deal was signed. And he was yeah. not poached by Jay Leno. He was poached by uh, Tonight Show uh, upper management, un- unbeknownst to Leno. And then they told him, "We're we're going to bring him in." And Leno, yeah, goes, and- yeah, you know, you know, typical Leno. Okay, we'll we'll fit him in. You know, he's not going to go. He's not going to go like full Letterman and say "fuck you" to the suits.
1: Right, and I could just picture John on that plane. Happy days are here to (laughs) sing.
0: He'd probably be on the nose of the plane going, ah! (laughs) 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 Beer. (laughs) Beer in each hand. Uh, Continue with (laughs) this event. (laughs) Oh my god, that
1: imagery just killed me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Screaming into (laughs) As a pelican (laughs) pelican goes right up his nose. (laughs) Okay, this event.
1: <laughs> this event poured gasoline on Howard's feud with Jay Leno. Really, <laughs> and really ended his relationship with John, who was no longer welcome on the show
0: because he <laughs> I because was he left.
1: So jealous, well, and so mad about that that he has to put it. He has to. Let me translate this. This event poured gasoline on Howard's feud with Jay Leno. Um. I really hated Jay, and it's all my fault. But I'm going to blame it on John. Uh, John is no longer welcome on the show.
0: <laughs> so this is I why... ended
1: my relationship with him. I'm a big fat baby who can't handle somebody getting a better life. Everyone has to live beneath my sneaker.
0: Let's be, let's be honest. That that did, the real reason is was because he was not allowed to scuttle that fucking job for John. That's why he was so pissed. And that John got better money and a better pay, better better everything.
1: Ooh, what, what job is Howard ever scuttling for anyone?
0: Well, Hardy.
1: No. I, oh, okay. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. And um, I mean, the, the idea that, okay, so they're trying to make him so he's not as much an asshole as Alan. Yet he's, the sentence says, John's no longer welcome on the show. That's how right. welcoming, That's how welcoming Howard is. It's making Howard look like an asshole here as well.
1: So also this shows if you want to get a better job, you know, and move up in different uh, entertainment jobs, Howard will not write you a letter of recommendation. So don't be loyal. Just leave Mm -hmm. because you will pretend you never existed.
0: Mm -hmm. This is the next one. This is the this is, you know, where we get into the fucking real Perry Mason aspect of this. For this reason, John has been publicly bad. Paul, Paul, sorry, I should say this correctly as it's spelled. John has been public alley bad-mouthing Howard for years.
1: (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) P-U-B-L, like biblically?
0: (laughs) So he's been publicly bad-mouthing Howard for years. So none of this is new and probably only circulated again due to Howard's new contract announcement.
1: (laughs) Does anybody know, does this man know how dot, dot, dot works?
0: Yeah, you don't capitalize the next, the next word. Right. Yeah, they've done that. He's done that <laughs> twice already. I think it's all okay. like, it's not, spell, Why does there's it, no spell check. It does check
1: bother yet. me though.
0: Oh yeah. Um, watching any video of John Melendez ranting about Howard Stern proves just how desperate, bitter, and jealous the guy truly is. The guy. <laughs> like he's all buddy-buddy with him and he can say it like that. This sounds like notes given by the show to the, to the writer. Say, we want these bullet points in there. Yeah,
1: this is, I mean, this is personal sounding and it, it's like this writer wouldn't be saying this unless they got, I don't know, total, it looks looks like they totally gave notes on what they, what points they wanted to
0: hit. Look, along, along the lines of the other thing is this, this very much sounds like Will Murray. (laughs) This is Will Murray's essay to, you know, his, his master's thesis, the way he might write. (laughs) Because uh, he's the head writer. Um, the next part. Um, While John.
1: While John was on the Howard Stern show, he was constantly accused of taking advantage of the show and Howard's fame to promote himself elsewhere, not dissimilar to former co-host Jackie Martling. Oh, we got to throw that fucking dig in for no goddamn reason. For no reason.
0: It has uh-huh. nothing to do with it.
1: So we know, how, basically, Howard, you write like an asshole, mm-hmm. and Dylan... Nice job trying to translate Howard's stupidity. Mm -hmm. This ultimately led John to abandon the show for Jay Leno. Uh
0: now here's the thing
1: so embarrassing.
0: (laughs) Well, the thing is, first of all, they're not addressing the fact that the reason why they had to take advantage of the show was because they were being underpaid constantly and they were being overworked. To not get, John had all this reputation this this notoriety. But how could he capitalize on it with it if he wasn't getting paid? He had to find supplementary streams of uh, income.
1: And constantly being called out for doing that, for didn't trying have, to find those supplemental streams of income, constantly yeah. be saying, "You're using my name. You're doing this. You're doing had, that. Don't do that. Don't put your name in my mouth."
0: Didn't have health insurance from the from the show. So, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> Okay, let's keep going. So the next one, I'll read the next two because the la- the next one's a little small. On top of this, John had a reputation for crossing the line, especially with guests. After all, he was the one who belittled Ali Sheedy to her face about her eating disorder. This is what they asked him to do constantly: okay. go in, act, you know, ask these stupid questions to people. We wrote them. That's your job. Go do it. So it's John that's doing it now. They're throwing him under the bus. Go ahead,
1: a hundred percent, and. Howard hated the fact that Fred and Jackie wrote the questions. So to belittle John constantly, he would say he did nothing. He read what was written in front of him. He did nothing. He did what we told him to do. He was funny because we gave him what he was supposed to say. So now it's look at that asshole belittling Ali Sheedy. I think Ali Sheedy after detention on Saturday (laughs) could handle it. Yeah. You get the bull. (coughs) (laughs) <laughs> you get the horns mess with the bull you get the horns
0: <laughs> that man is she's a brownie fine. <laughs> she's fine she's <laughs> fine okay um let's see uh, over the years the Howard Stern Show has evolved and steered away from really crossing the line hey Wendy Williams you cunt a lot of this paralleled Howard's personal growth thanks to psychotherapy, meditation, and his charity work with his wife of over 20 years. This has angered some of his ex-employees who still want Howard to be as mean as he could be in the late 90s. Um, none of the ex-employees, none of the fans want him to be as mean. They just want him to be fucking funny. That's what stopped. At charity work, we got to throw in Beth, psychotherapy, meditation, When's the last time you heard meditation on any of these breakdowns?
1: I'm pretty sure he's just like sleeping fifteen hours a day. After yeah. I heard your last breakdown, yeah, I'm agreeing they're... with Raven. There's just no way he's not just sleeping half the day away. Yep.
0: So, uh, the, by the way,
1: th- this uh, ha- this he wanted to evolve and stop crossing the line. How are Millie Bobby Brown's? you know, rosebud breasts that he was talking about. <laughs> I'm not even joking. What about uh, the uh, They're the almost scat, popping scat out. Them. Yeah.
0: What's okay. the this Artie Lang's quotes?
1: Uh, here's another nice headline from Dylan. Yeah. Artie Lang's quotes are old and outdated. Okay.
0: So that, that makes them that makes them not valid.
1: Don't argue with the genius, Fillmore.
0: This is one of my, the next paragraph is one of my favorites ever, but go ahead.
1: (laughs) No, I want you to read it then.
0: Oh, well, you're going to read this one, right?
1: You read that, whichever one you want me to read.
0: Oh, well, you read this one, A Similar Feeling.
1: Okay. A Similar Feeling has been consistently expressed by Howard's former co-host, Artie Lang, the comedian who replaced Jackie Martlin after he left due to contract disputes with the broadcaster. Jackie, by the way, is another bitter ex staffer, although he has publicly expressed adoration for Howard.
0: Public alien. What? <laughs> oh God.
1: What what?
0: I like, mean, what's the p- why are trying why- to Go ahead.
1: Why are you punching? Why are you sucker punching Jackie for no reason to then say I didn't mean it
0: <laughs> was J- Jackie wasn't even mentioned in the article they cite. No. And it was OK is another bitter ex-staffer. OK, bitter is something that's a hack. That's a hatchet job. Someone's directing you to write this. There's no way that just comes out unless you're a, 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 your next fan and this is an op-ed or you're a fan, current fan, and you're an op-ed piece that you're writing together. So this um, is
1: propaganda at yeah. its worst, mm-hmm. at its absolute worst. Nobody is reading this article and thinking, wow, Dylan has some great insight. Nobody. Everyone is reading this as this wigged fraud rotting away in his mansion yeah. is pushing this fucking crap.
0: Yep. So this next one here, the same can't be said for Artie Lang until recently, that is. And uh, the next one, the real reason why Howard won't fire his staffer, Benji Bronk. That's why? To... Why? <laughs>
1: why is this a headline?
0: Because he works for muffins. Uh, let's see. According to the New York Daily News, Artie left the show after a 2010 suicide attempt spurred on by his ongoing addiction to heroin. Isn't ongoing one word?
1: Yes. And there is no dash in between ongoing. And that was, again, there was no dash between in the last paragraph, by the way. Yeah. I don't know why they did that.
0: And also here, until recently, capitalized the U. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing it on purpose for you. Uh, Until 2018... 2019, Artie was deep in the throes of his addiction, and I, I pointed this out, why is throes T-H-R-O-W-S? T-H-R-O-W-S? <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's pitching his addiction for the like Yankees.
0: Batting practice with Coke, and wouldn't miss a chance at attacking his former boss, Public Alley. But most of his criticism was regarding how Howard cut him out as well as Howard being controlled by new producers at Sirius. But Artie's perspective changed as soon as he got clean in 2018. No, his profess- his perspective changed throughout the decade. He was away constantly and in different interviews, he'd say he was the greatest. And then he'd talk shit about him. He was on, um, Legion of skanks, I think, and talked about how Fartman was a fucking big mistake and how Howard basically killed Dana Plato. <laughs> So true.
1: But I mean, not to say that that's not sad, but I mean, that's true. Yeah. Artie's perspective changed as soon as he got clean in 2018. I I just think this is so amazing. Dylan wouldn't know this. Mm
0: -hmm. Howard
1: is, this is throw everything half-assed out the wall, at at the wall. He's just spiraling. Here, somebody said something mean about me. I'm going to clear this all up in one article. Boom.
0: Oh, this is like the wall street journal, uh, in a dark night of the soul, Hardy already admitted that Howard was one of the only people who gave him the benefit of the doubt, even when he was at his worst. Uh, no, he didn't give you the benefit of the doubt. He knew you were on fucking drugs and didn't care. That's the whole point. And he never, he didn't, there's no benefit of the doubt. He said, Oh, he was you know, drinking too much high C sugar crashes, whatever. And he was being told by other staffers, you have to do something and completely ignored it. That's a benefit. <laughs> yeah, Artie would often miss work, disappearing for days on drug binges. untrue. <laughs> um, ex- this is
1: the ex- benefit.
0: Yeah, I mean, there were actually days he was out, but you didn't know he was on drug binges. If according to you, according to Howard, he didn't know. So, you know, this is after the fact, okay? And or even fall asleep on air, which they, which they fucking made, which made content for them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, fall asleep on air. They hello, Barka Lounger. Come, they, lay down. Yeah,
0: exactly. Enjoy. They, encouraged it. they encouraged it. A fireable op- offense in any other profession. His colleagues wanted him off off the stern show, but Howard fought to keep him and give him the structure and support.
1: Okay. No. That no. Is, that is such a farce. You a fireable offense. Yes. So fire him and make mm-hmm. him grow up and get his shit together. That's what you should have did. But you worried about yourself and your show. You didn't yeah. give a fuck about Artie. You brought out the fucking barca lounger. You let him sleep on air. You let him yep. sleep on a couch. You let him attack, fall asleep in a chair. Attack, attack, attack other staffers.
0: Other... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, but it's and, structure, Fillmore.
0: Yeah, but it didn't work. It enabled Artie. Now, that is something I don't know why they would put that in there because that also makes him look like Stern, like, look like shit. Like in the middle of all this, it's now going, no, but you, you, you know, made it worse. You made it worse. You can't actually, have it both ways.
1: I don't know if Howard realizes they said that maybe Dylan just thought I'm going to add a little color here because I'm realizing <laughs> I'm going to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have all these notes and now I need to add a little of my own. Yeah. Oh, but this seems like enabling. So I'm going to write. But it didn't work. It enabled him. Yep.
0: Dang. The comedian's attempt on his life pushed Howard to distance the show from Artie. Although Howard did his best to reach out to him privately, according to Artie. Um, no, he didn't actually. It ended up being Tim Sabian who told him he was fired.
1: Yeah. And then we've never heard from Artie and Howard. And,
0: and the only, and, yeah. and Raven and I talked about it. The only time they saw each other was in the hospital when they were each visiting Robin separately. And they happened to be there at the same time. And they were spent an hour in the, the room doing bits and stuff, trying to make her laugh, uh, which, you know, really isn't that hard just, you know, just show her some ice cream. And, um, <laughs> so other they had, he, he had said repeatedly he'd called and called and called and Howard never answered. So that's bullshit. Now uh, you want to read the Scott stuff?
1: Mm-hmm. What about the Scott Salem stuff? The nastiest accusations are to do with Howard tossing aside his longtime sound engineer and not helping him out financially when his wife got sick with cancer. Cancer is not a proper noun. <laughs> But <laughs> but they capitalized that anyways. Good yeah. job, Dylan. In complete contrast to the old quotes that the New York Post polled, Artie Lang actually came to his former boss's defense on the matter. Artie claimed Howard was the single most generous person he's ever known, and that there was clearly a missing element to the Scots to the story of Scott Salem. I don't yeah, ever remember Artie saying that.
0: <laughs> I don't either. The, according to this, the link is Twitter. Okay. Okay. It's an old already tweet from, uh, but the single, this is from April, 2018. Uh, he doesn't
1: know his side of this. So no. So they're mis they're misinforming uh, in the article. They're saying, I'm not sure if this is true. Here's how I feel about Howard. It might be true. You know what I mean? They're saying, I don't know his side of this.
0: Mm-hmm. Which that's, is not saying, def- that's not defending him.
1: No, that's saying if you want to defend yourself and say I helped, by all means, Howard, say you helped.
0: Yeah, and the the missing element in the story of Scott Salem was called compassion, of well, which there was none. Um, so, and that's, and I will say, we know it's a show, guys. We know it was always a show, but there were real people involved. That's the kind of the whole point. So when Gary's father passes away and Beth doesn't go because she you know tripped and has this designer booty and is at the fucking polo match the next day or the day of, and Howard decides I'm not going, and then people get upset. Why do you think they would get upset if these weren't real people and people didn't care about the people behind the show and in the I show? Think,
1: I think her boot was full of shit i yeah, think she, I, I think she lied about that. I think she went to you know whatever hospital that celebrities have to go to, to get something like a booty and mm-hmm. just put it on for a week. And then it was gone.
0: <laughs> why does person have an apostrophe? <laughs> I was oh, oh, no, sorry. He, that's on an apostrophe. That's, that's the quote, but even it's not a quotation mark. <laughs> that's the other problem. Um, uh. the, ultimately we don't know the precise details of the Scott Salem story, nor the real reason why Scott was secretly let go from the Stern show. Well, yeah, we do now. It's not, you Anybody going on Reddit can find it. However, we do not know that there just isn't enough evidence or credible sources to suggest that Howard has a reputation that's anywhere near Ellen's now tarnished image, especially given the fact that Stern's staffers had mostly been incredibly loyal to him for decades. Okay. All right. Okay. Whatever you guys want to say.
1: It, this, this is like arguing for... Ugh, look at this terrorist didn't nearly behead as many... <laughs> soldiers <laughs> as this
0: terrorist.
1: <laughs> How many years do you want to send him in to Guantanamo? I was it's gonna say ludicrous.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, you know what? Um the Zodiac killer was much better than was, you know, not nearly as bad as, you know, Ted Bundy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to argue serial killers—the merits of one serial killer versus another. Well, okay, guys. That was anyway. That's one of the latest articles, and now we're going to go through some of the comments on our in our uh, l- list of sh- uh, shows on YouTube and Podbean and what have you, and uh, they go back quite a ways. But uh, we haven't done a mailbag for a long, long time. So, Sam, have you got any that you have um, just offhand?
1: Yes. Um. So. Somebody said they called. I am no one. Asus Ral. I don't. I don't know what that means. I apologize, but it's for the recent bro episode. And they said after hunt. Uh, Yeah, after hundreds of hours of listening to Howard Stern uploads from random YouTubers, the algorithm has finally brought me to you. I must be worthy now. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because algorithms obviously are a thing. And most people who listen to old Stern show clips somehow find and fall on ours. And when they do, it's like this Either it's a gift that they're so happy they found, or it's this eye opener where they're like, "I'm never going to look at this the same." <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, it's that's what we're looking for, basically. When we get new fans, we're hoping that's that's you know what the uh, what the you know one of the things that hope happens as a result of listening, Keith B wrote in about our farewell, so long farewell, which is episode 52. This is fantastic. Another theme that this kind of reminds me of is how everyone got friends, things, jobs, etc., because of him. My only solace when it comes to Howard is knowing, excuse me, that he's miserable every waking moment and has no true friends or relationships, including his robot horse-faced beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Keith.
1: You you guys did a great job in the breakdown episode uh, with Raven discussing the emptiness that is his life. And he really mm-hmm. does have zero, mm-hmm. zero relationships with anyone right now. And he's perfectly happy sitting in his house. Just, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, this next one is from David Martin Mar, uh, Martinetti. Mark, I don't know. Come on, was. Like <laughs> <I'm sorry.
0: laughs> Strimp. Strimp. <laughs> Lisa okay. Lampignelli.
1: Yeah. All right, David. And fuck your last name. All right. <laughs> I love you. Thank you for being a fan. One fourth uh, Okay, so this is the pro fight. I still believe Artie started souring after he learned how much... More money Gary was making than him. Artie had to work stand up every single weekend to make as much as Gary, and he really resented it. I 100% agree with you.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think I would. I would too. This one is from the same episode I just mentioned from Doctor Thug's Table. Doctor Thugstable. (laughs) That's great. <laughs> it just occurred to me what that means. <laughs> he asked very simply, would you guys do the Stern show or wrap-up show if asked? Well, I think I would. I'm sure Sam would, just to just to fucking piss all over their own grounds. But we're not gonna be asked. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm certain. So um uh go ahead. Got another one?
1: Okay, so for the 15 foundation, mm-hmm. uh, saga, the you know, everlasting saga. Robin was doing uh this is from Deep Wobbins. Mm -hmm. Robin was doing daily health tweets like Dr. Drew and Howard called her out on it and they stopped. It looked like she was trying to set up a health book or a health show. That's so true. I remember that, Dave Wubbins, because they were all over the board. Do you know when like if you're a doctor, you can be all over the board because you have an experience with something. But, you know, for the most part, Dr. Drew dealt with mental health. Robin mm-hmm. was just spouting out, you know, it was so, so weird. He was just tweeting out random articles like kids on ADHD medication, yeah. adoption. Uh, yeah. It was just like crazy. Like, what are you doing? It was, it was a carousel of medical problems that Robin somehow had solutions for in her tweets.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The, um, we did, Um, I think we're up to f- number four in the 15 foundation saga episodes. Um, and this one is from Wild Canaries. I'm glad Samantha mentioned this at 45, because there are really a lot of unbelievable people who work at shelters. Some of the best humans I've met in my lifetime that actually do give a shit and work extremely hard. They donate their extra time on top of cleaning shit out of kennels, trying to train dogs, something Beth couldn't figure out to save her life, and doing real networking with other local rescues and have had success clearing space and adopting dogs out. I'm sorry for the rant, but it kind of makes you mad that this fraud is getting a fucking award like she's at the golden globes given by wiggy of all people Fillmore. you put it perfect when you said then they're giving it to this fuck yeah uh, charity Actually, you stuff said is said real and
1: they're giving it to this fug fuck. i'd like to correct you because i know yeah. but i remember how you said it you said and they're giving it to this fug
0: oh did i okay then i was talking about Beth. yeah okay
1: and i remember it because i laughed it was wonderful
0: it's I'm not um, i'm not i'm not above profanity guys <laughs> no
1: but she is a fug yeah she um, is So, Skeeter Thompson said uh, in regards to the goodbye episode with Scott uh, Einziger, Skeeter Thompson said, I think one of the main reasons he does this is because he hates to have to lift a finger, Mm -hmm. meaning that he that he now has to find a replacement. Things may be different. Lower level minions move up a slot in the pecking order. Based on your guy's show alone, never mind a long time listener's perspective like myself, we know Howard is notoriously lazy Mm -hmm. at his core. So this being a change in his life that he has to deal with makes him angry like a cranky baby. So he lashes out Mm -hmm. and I 100% agree with you. Howard doesn't want to, he wants to pay, talented people as little as possible and when he has to make up for the work he's not going to hire somebody to actually do what that person did he's just going to move up people and pay them less
0: right ronnie still <laughs> <real> <laughs> ronnie can you can you cook so the key there's this uh, we got a lot of great response from the um, 50th episode which was the richie wilson interview and that's i i don't know if it's our most watched because we have uh a, the the earliest ones still get downloaded like crazy but on youtube it might be that one keith murphy said how does this have only 217 likes there are almost more comments than likes. This is the first QF that I've heard and it's great. Thanks guys. Well, thank you, Keith. Um, Richie was great. Uh, I think universally we got praised for that up and down, up and down Reddit and Twitter. And it was, um, and I think rightfully so, I think we did a very good job and Richie was great. He didn't hold anything back aside from the one picture he wouldn't show us, but we don't blame him because you know, that's, he doesn't want that. He doesn't want to be outed for getting this picture, which I suppose, isn't supposed to be circulated like no one's supposed to have these. and if it was something that was already out there which we showed him one from entertainment weekly which is apparently is similar from 2006 but uh one day that we may get to see it ourselves
1: i think richie was super open and honest he also Fillmore and i just being the fans that we are really prepared our questions and wanted to make sure we hit different angles that i don't think we've heard from richie before in other mm-hmm. things that he's done. Mm-hmm. He's come along in the show at such critical times, too, that I think are so fascinating. So I, I was so happy that he came on and did this with us. I loved it. It was a great show. And I don't mm-hmm. have any more uh, mailbag quotes, so you can keep going if you want.
0: Okay, I've got a few more. Um, okay, uh, from Natalie Pinaro Stack, who I love. I have to read at least one of hers every oh, time I do one of these.
1: She <laughs> is amazing. She's yeah. amazing. I laugh my ass off when I read
0: these. So this was on the bro fight finale, which was, uh, I think the longest of the three, uh, episodes, but it was, it was actually better than I thought it would be. Uh, bravo. That was great. I was laughing so hard at the lines in succession when Wiggy said he had not seen Dr. Lou, his supposedly his supposed BFF in 20 freaking years. I laughed exactly when Sam did. <laughs> <laughs> or when Bob D. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or
1: when. Dr. Lou, he's my bro. I haven't seen him in. You know, you expect, like, saying, like, a few months, 20 years. <laughs> and she, he might as well be the old lady at the end of Titanic clutching right. the thing, clutching the necklace, being like, I haven't thought about this. In... And. <laughs>
0: Well, when Bob D said about Lou writing him a letter, I tie, tied it to a quail's leg. Or Fillmore, he was sending smoke signals in the Hamptons. Oh my God, LMAO. Also, only four years before, when John left, Wiggy a mess said Wiggy a message to call me, bro, about the Leno job. Wig said, Bro, I don't even want to know how. The, I don't even want to know. Sorry, I don't know what that is. How stupid. Something to that effect. So he is so full of crap in that in a word he has been using since the 60s. Uh, He probably watched a show about it. You're right. He really has no human in him that he mimics human behaviors like a (laughs) cyborg or alien this fight really makes me angry i was just saying to myself as blobbin was screechy, and wiggy was spinning god i hate them howard has no friends and he mentioned beth has no female friends either does he ever think that says something about himself you guys crushed the finale love you qf fam xoxo well we love you too natalie of course um let's try a few more um let's see uh Okay. Yeah. The profile got a lot, even though that was the last of it and the best of it was early on, people still had, uh, a lot of, um, a lot of, a lot of nice things to say about it. Um, okay. Lou, uh, Lou who's. Uh, they were talking about the Gen- they, the Jennifer Aniston Reshinding episode, which we'll do oh. another one of those soon, guys, but it'll have to wait for a bit. I will. Ad- this is the um, comment. I will admit my initial surprise at the bitterness directed at The Howard Stern Show, having been a listener for years before it became nothing for a showcase of, for fans of nonstop man-on-man action. Then I started... <laughs> 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 then I started listening to QF and wow, you guys, no offense. Love to you too, Sam are spot on. I thank you for opening my eyes. So I don't inadvertently get mistaken for a douche by association. RBG, uh, manners creep. I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know for what that means. I guess so.
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Um, let's see. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people, um, a lot of, okay. The, uh, fruit, the latest episode. Fisty Ann says, thank you so much for remembering stuttering John's pronunciation of Nicholas Cage still cracks me up.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so fun. It's a classic. It will never not be funny.
0: Both, both, uh, Raven and Sam get copious amounts of praise for their, their quotes, which by the way, are not written down guys. Everything's on the fly when we do record them. Uh, Jeremy Ramone said uh, in the episode, same episode. I am not a degenerate, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a stenographer, Raven. Hilarious oh. quote. Such an excellent episode. Thanks so much. Please it, never stop these doing these. Cheers from San Diego. I
1: agree with him, uh, Raven. When she said that, I thought it was so funny. I'm mm-hmm. just am I'm I'm just a report. I'm just a stenographer. I don't. It was <laughs> it was such a good defense
0: um the um (laughs) the one here okay spitting venom is a guy who actually has had uh, a couple of negative things to say but we let him on because he's not he's not being overtly you know i let him go because he's 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 he actually made the same complaint twice and i told him the same time twice our voices are not going to fucking change because we don't have howard money to (laughs) to affect our voice so i told him suck it up buttercup or move the fuck on so he responded
1: what does he want me to sound like (laughs)
0: <laughs> well like I well he said me and and uh Bob put him to sleep and he he talked about I don't know your valley speak I suppose but um I said that we don't you know there's nothing we can do so get with it or get the fuck out um QF, the uh, fruit episode. Hey, Buttercup, good job. Show was a good one. Would love it if you guys deconstructed Ralph, especially the fact that he blatantly stole money from that card game and Howard still kept him as a close friend. When the fuck would how we ever do that? Speaks volumes of their friendship. Well, yeah. Wait, and- you know
1: what, Spitting Venom? I do have to agree with him. I want to go over that episode, that saga, that card saga. With uh, the card game and Ralph and stealing money and then the leaving it at the table, there was a couple instances where he stole oh, yeah. money in this kind of saga. I, I have to agree with him. I think we should go over that.
0: Well, let's do it sometime. Uh, this one last one, I think. And this is from Tom, Tom, Tommy, can you hear me from way back when? Uh, a girl gives... A man, his own name is the, is, is the poster. Uh, I was starting to get a little bummed out when Sam couldn't remember the name of the actor that she thought looked like Beth. When they finally figured out it was Ron Perlman, I was in tearful laughter for the next two <laughs> minutes straight. I never put the two together, but it's absolutely true. <laughs> and I'll read one more, one last one by Shelly Lannon, who co- commented on, um, it's all about him, Ed and PD four part two. That was episode 34. She said, I love part one and two of these, these, the, this, these these are my faves. I love Sam dissecting beefus, then Bob dissecting and fix dissecting with hilarious one-liners. Anything beefus is just great. Her ability to humiliate herself without knowing just amazes me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How Wig, Wigward traded a Lamborghini in for a Pinto just stuns me. Beauty fades, and I'm sure Beavis and Wig are sitting in hell together now. I hope Allison and it just cuts off. Actually, because I'm not sure why. Actually, hold on, let me see. I hope Allison. Ah, I hope Allison is sitting on a beach drinking a martini somewhere. Good always prevails in the end. Yep, I agree.
1: Yes, it does. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, guys, coming up for the next little while, you're going to hear. Obviously, by now you will have heard the Jackie interview. Um, c- uh, coming up after that, just to give you the order is part two of the breakdown for January called ghosted, including some great Photoshop art by Matthew Schultz, who did a w- wonderful job and is doing great work on our Facebook page with his Blu-ray renditions. And, um, the, the coming up after that, it's, it was tough to do, but it, it's going to be three parts ultimately, uh, but each episode is about two hours. So it's not t- too unpalatable. We have um, our breakthrough breakdown, sorry, of a live two thirteen eighty six show at the Ritz that Howard, Fred, Robin were there for doing stand up comedy from the time they were between jobs from WNBC and K Rock, and Dennis DeMarco gets full praise for that because he um, he just he came up he came forward and said, "Look, I have this. Do you guys want this?" And boom, and uh, it was just. It was hysterically (sighs) bad. And we hope you guys, when you do hear it, don't cancel your subscriptions. (laughs)
1: Uh, It is. It is. I mean, I don't know how he survived in a career after this. It's just amazing. But Dennis deserves full praise. And I think it will be fun and more palatable once, you know, the edits are made and the two hour break, two hours at a time. That's digestible.
0: Yeah. Uh, I toyed with putting it all together, but literally that said, you know, one is sitting through six hours of us seeing how bad it is. So, uh, it was much more. And I also cut out some of the audience noise in between because there's so much silence in between non each non joke, but that left enough in. So you guys get the point. And, uh, I think I wrote that in the description as well. Uh, in the meantime, those of you who want, who, um, would love to be patrons, uh, check out our Patreon link and, uh, whatever you can donate would be fantastic towards the show. If it's a buck. It doesn't matter uh, if it's 10 bucks, if it's a hundred bucks, we love it all. And it we appreciate doesn't it. Matter. It doesn't matter. Can I taste your juice? Um, and, uh, it all goes towards better sound equipment. I got a new microphone on the way and I'm going to be hooking up, uh, Sam and Raven with audio interfaces. So they sound even more bitching than ever. And, um, and, uh, and that's that. And, uh, we hope you guys enjoy all the shows we got coming in. I'll still be on, uh, Facebook every now and then during the last two weeks of February, but I'm going to be very, very busy. So, um, keep, uh, (laughs) wish me good thoughts for that time, guys.
1: Thanks everyone. We love you.
0: Take care guys. Stay safe and get and pray for some warm weather too. Don't get snowed in. We, we love you. What,
1: are you. what are you
0: fucking kidding me? Like, do you, you know, know where I live? <laughs> Maybe somebody ate the, the groundhog. Okay. I love in you Buffalo. Guys.
1: <laughs> Bye.
0: Take care, guys.